So you clicked on the link because you want to know Rebecca Soto's journey into a real estate career and how her and her husband, who are married in real estate, got started in their real estate journey. Well, stay tuned. You aren't going to want to miss our interview with Rebecca Soto. Welcome to the Just Finest Agents Podcast with Lori Derrickson and Kayleen Zabadik, where we teach you everything you need to know to brand yourself and become the real estate mogul in your community. Follow us on YouTube, GYST Finest Agents, and learn how to become a Just Finest Agent today and get your shit together. Hey everyone, so it's Lauren Kaling with Just Finest Agents and we are putting out a ton of new content this year all about growing your real estate business, making that change into a second career in real estate. So make sure you hit that subscribe button or that bell as we go over a ton of information this year all about these fabulous topics. People are reaching out to us all the time and we love helping you grow your business. And so if you want us to help maybe talk about paying for classes, what that transition to real estate looks like, give us a call, text anytime. We love helping agents grow their business 719-639-3393. Hey everyone, so it's Lori and Kayleen with Just Finest Agents, your second career agents, and we have Rebecca Soto here. So we're super excited to have you on today. So we met Rebecca at a um, conference in Bentonville, Arkansas, which um, I had never been to before. I never knew about, did you know, did you know Bentonville before Rebecca? You've been there? No, we're going to go to this conference. I go, Oh, fine. And she goes, we're going to Arkansas. I was like, yes. what? I know. It's just like, it's a Walmart headquarters. And I'm like, well, that sounds <laughs> exactly. Like, right. I was just like, we're going to the Walmart. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, it wound up being fancy. such a great surprise though. I loved it there. I had a great time as well. I and right in the middle of COVID. So that was kind of a little strange for everyone. It was like October of 2020, wasn't uh-huh. it? Yeah. Or September, Definitely. I don't remember anymore. But yeah, it was a little bit yeah, strange. we were all a little unsure. It's like, are you feeling all right? You got a mask? <laughs> yeah, I know. You're like, what do I do with this? Well, so. and then poor Grant, I think he was trying to figure out how to virtually make it happen still. But he did a good job. Yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, so Rebecca is a um, rock star agent out in central Florida, right? And yes. you have a huge team out there and are in three, three or four different countries now. Um, so just kind of really excelling in your real estate career. So mm-hmm. we're excited to kind of pick your brain today of, you know, how you did that, how you got there and a little bit about what you did before maybe even real estate. All right. Awesome. I'm, I'm happy to share with you guys. Awesome. Thanks for being here. So what did you do before? So no one was ever born a real estate agent, right? So (laughs) what did you do before you got into real estate? So before real estate, I had, um, I was working at a a dental office. I was a dental assistant for almost 10 years. Uh, Ironically though, I had worked in a real estate office first Okay. and I had studied real estate. I think I was just unfocused at the time and I never followed it up, but I ended up in dentistry. (laughs) Okay. What made you kind of decide like, okay, this is, I'm going to dabble in real estate now, or did you go right in full time or did you kind of play with both of it or how did that kind of progress? It was an intentional decision. So, and and um, and one that hadn't hit me. It was interesting, and I talk about this in my in my book, Married in Real Estate. But um, I was fast forward. I'm, I'm in dentistry, and I'm not very happy anymore because it's just kind of redundant and just yeah. glorified housekeeping, in my opinion. <laughs> it's really a respectable job, but after a while, it just gets 
you know, monotonous. <laughs> much. And uh, so I was just really wanting to do something more. And um, I was at the time working for um, on the side doing uh, Mary Kay. <laughs> Okay. So I was visiting my clients and one of my clients, a dear friend of mine from our church, she happened to be a real estate broker. And so I'm in her office one day and she looks at me, she goes, you know, Rebecca, if you worked real estate, the way you do this industry, you would be so good. And I don't know why I didn't think of it because immediately memories of having taken the real estate course. And I was like, of course, this is it. I should go back. I should do this. And I could do my sign. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, um, and you know, we're nearing the end of the year at that time. And I, I started immediately looking to see when the next classes are. And I find um, a, a school that has one more class before the end of the year. So, and it happened to be a one week course. And I thought, that's it. <laughs> I don't think that course exists anymore. I mean, one week really is crammed, but um, both my husband and I took the course and passed it. We couldn't take the test until the following year when the testing resumed because of the holidays and passed instantly. So um, getting started for us, we were both kind of already tired of what we were doing. So we did continue doing it because we have a household. By then we have three kids that were bills to pay, a responsible adult, right? Well, that was quite the jump with both of you going in, like usually it's like, well, you keep the steady job. I'll do Mm -hmm. this. How, like, how how do you do that? Yeah. So it was hard because it was like, he was a truck driver and he worked long hours. Now he came home every night, right? He's not the long haul driver, but he did work like 16 hours. And so it was, it was a, it was a balance and we were committed to it. It was a short-term goal for the long-time gain. So mm-hmm. while our, our interest was to work this industry so that we could, like many people, you want to be able to control your schedule and be, be more present for your family and be able to go right. to the soccer games and all that. Um, we knew that getting started, it wasn't going to be that, like that. We were going to have to dedicate extra evening hours and we, because we're still working the day jobs, right? Extra evening hours and weekends, right? So were we able to do our basketball, you know, trainings and all that? Yeah, we did, but it would, it looked like basketball in the morning and at 12 o'clock we got a showing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So we, we really did work hard at it to be able to phase out the day jobs. So we were very intentional. We were putting in as much extra time phone calls, emails, whatever we had to do in yeah. order to build that business, build that database. So that sign behind us, I don't know if you could see it, G-Y-S-T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was kind of, I mean, your uh, story is very similar to Lori and I's. We kept our day jobs for a while mm-hmm. and just did the juggle, but knowing that eventually it would pay off and right. we'd feel confident enough. But we came up with that acronym um, G-Y-S-T, get your shit together. You just have to do it like it or not. You, you have to jump in. You have to be very motivated and just put in the work for a while. And I think a lot of people find themselves in that position where they're just working and they don't know how to get like, especially if you're in a profession and you're like, I'm just kind of bored with this. There's gotta be something else out there. There's gotta be something else for that next step. I think they find themselves, but I have kids or I have bills. I have a home. I have, I'm like kind of stuck where I have to pay my bills. 
And so I, you know, we were both in education and like Kaylina, we worked for, she got out after the first year. I worked for another year and then I worked part-time a year. And then now I'm obviously a full-time real estate agent, but um, I knew going into it, like you did, I knew that it wasn't going to be easy. My husband <laughs> looked at me and I told him I wanted to go to real estate school. He's like, you never do anything half-assed. Like, I know <laughs> this is going to be like a part-time thing for you. But mm-hmm. he was supportive of it, obviously. But it was, we had kids and we would, I'd go work out and listen to my classes and we'd we, get up at 5 a.m., so do thing. our paperwork, yeah. go to the regular job, show on lunches and after school, along mm-hmm. with kid juggle. <laughs> right, right. But don't you think it has paid have... off, like as far as our flexibility now as an agent? I mean, we work hard, but we get to determine our own schedule now. It's the best thing, you know, and, and so again, that little sacrifice in the beginning, because you're working extra hours, so you're, you're sacrificing some of that time. But I think the easy thing uh, for having both of us do it together is that we had each other's back, right? So mm-hmm. um, while uh, we were both working during the day and we had our childcare, yeah. you know, arranged, um, I would get home first. So what would happen is, and, and both of us are taking calls during the day, like <laughs> on the five minutes here and yeah. Yeah. in the truck and oh my God, those clients had to love him because his truth <laughs> was loud and he had first generation uh, Bluetooth ear thing. I don't Jeez, know if those things, those big old things. Yeah. And uh, so you would, he would be on that and you could hear all the air and the bouncing in, mm-hmm. in the, in the truck. It was terrible, but he was committed to making yeah. his phone calls. And he would say, he'd call me up, Rebecca, I got a showing. Can you find me three bedroom, two bath in this area? I need like at least five, six homes. Can you get the showing instructions for me? So I'd come home first. Of course, I would get those showings lined up for him. I'd cook dinner. Right. <laughs> and then he'd come home late. Right. I'm not late, but just, you know, late in the day, yeah. he'd come home, go straight to the shower, eat, grab his showing and run out the door. And this was before GPSs were huge. So oh, this geez. was app questing and, yeah. you know, kind of your instructions ahead of time. And yeah. yeah and, and aligning those properties. So it made sense. So you weren't all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was quite a, quite a, uh, so how long, uh, did you all have to do the juggle before you were like, felt confident in what was that? Was it a number in the bank account? Was it that you had continual clientele? What made you feel confident and how long did you have to juggle? So we had, I'm going to say it took us maybe about a year and, and what was the final thing wasn't so much a number in the bank. It was the final straw with the jobs we were at. Mm-hmm. Each one of us had our own like wake up calls. And yeah. for, for him, it was that he had had like a, a slip and fall. And when he reported it back to the station, the, his, his boss, and by, by the way, you guys don't know who my, well, you guys got to meet my husband. <laughs> but he's super committed, super loyal, goes above and beyond, gets his job done. And is, is that guy asking everyone else, what can I help you with to help you get done? Right. Yes. And so when he came to them to let them know that he had, he had had this accident, um, they were completely unconcerned with him. They thought that he was perhaps lying and just kind of distrusting and all this stuff. And he's like, I have given them like almost 10 years. Both of us kind of started yeah. at the same time, almost 10 years of my life. And this is how they treat me. This like he was like, yeah, I get, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm done with this. And so, um, you know, there's a few other things that, that were kind of building up to that, right. but that was like the final is like, I have been loyal and this is how you treat happens, right? And you know what always happens to that, that one worker that, um, 
gets done quick and and uh, and and is is done with his job. And what's the reward? More work. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That was frustrating too, right? So yeah. um, it, it didn't equate to more money in the bank. <laughs> when, yeah. when when is that? You guys went full time. How long has a it year. been? It, about a year later. About a year later. No, so but how long ago from now? Would you say like how long ago was oh. that? You went full time. So we, oh, let me see, we got licensed in 2006. So probably around 2007 is where we're full-fledged. Okay. like 13, 14 years ago, you went full-time, right? Mm-hmm. So you started mm-hmm. off that way and I was just looking, you know, at some of your things. So now you are the 2019 Orlando couple, real estate couple, top 500 mm-hmm. agents in Orlando. So what do you think was like your success from going from, you know, just starting off being a real estate couple agents in Orlando to now having full team across states, countries, top producing agents. What's your secret? So, you know, I'm going to say that much of that, we were learning how to um, just servicing the the client, right? We were solely focused on building that database. And because of that, we, we had a solid business and referral back business. And so, um, but what was missing, there was an element that was missing to our growth. And so we had our own independent brokerage for almost nine years. And, um, and so when we transitioned into eXp Realty, that is what kind of opened up the doors for us. Um, because I felt like before that in our independent brokerage, I lacked a lot of support. You don't have anyone to go to, right? Mm-hmm. And I had to recreate everything. It was exhausting. And the yeah. one thing that I remember telling my husband is that like, technology is changing so fast, it's exhausting. And the real estate industry is also moving very quickly. And if we don't make some drastic changes, we are going to be left in the dust. Yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. need to align ourselves with a company that's going to take us into the future. And so in our research, you know, we, uh, we really did like the model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, it was not only going to be beneficial for us, but it was going to be beneficial to our future agents. Uh, we had two at the time. And so we came into the company with two agents and in yeah. just two years time today, we're at 189 agents. So, um, wow. that begins to kind of grow on its own as Eventually, well. Yeah. After a while. Well, and that really is, um, Lori and I are, over at EXP as well. And with our independent brokerage and then even over at our Keller Williams before, Mm -hmm. um, you would hear, you know, oh, it's about the networking and we want everybody to do well, but we never really felt it Mm -hmm. until we came over to EXP and uh, right away, our organization, they were putting people in front of us to help us grow. They were putting money in front of us to give us all of the tools we needed to succeed. Um, mm-hmm. They're just anything we needed was mm-hmm. there. And right when we asked for it, um, we got to a point when we were growing so fast that we didn't know how to split our time anymore. And mm-hmm. so our somebody in our organization said, I think you need to talk to, uh, who was it? I don't know who you're going I with. I forget who it was. <laughs> he said, you know, he's a guru at this. He'll be able to hear what you're saying and maybe make some recommendations. And like everybody was just spot on. And you really do feel that family feel um, mm-hmm. with EXP. Everybody truly does care yeah. that you do well. Just because and of the structure that's in place with EXP. It I makes think sense. With Keller Williams, you know, they'd be like, well, come teach a class. And I was always like, well, you know, it's my main thing is like, why would we? We do that. Where with EXP, everyone has a vested interest in everyone else and just helping each other out. I do think like the family network at EXP has 
ex- explode our business as well. EXP has certainly um, incentivized agents to things that are um, usually not um, uh, a, it's under, under, what's the word I want to use? I'm sorry. Uh, underappreciated in other companies. And yeah. so because of that, um, but it, it, it grows even past that because uh-huh. we are, we are incentivized, but sometimes we find ourselves just helping other people that are not necessarily aligned with us. We have no profit coming in from it, except for, you know, the, the warm feeling that it gives you to help someone else out. And that's what mm-hmm. I love. That's something that I didn't know to expect. Um, I knew that I knew that I liked who I was aligning myself with locally, but I didn't realize that that we were really 100 uh, percent agree with that because you guys Mm -hmm. do a lot in the Latino community too. tell us a little bit about that as well. I, I missed what you said. We said you guys do a lot in like the Latino community. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. So we. We do have a huge Latino population here in Central Florida. I am, of course, Hispanic as well. And uh, so, you know, most, a lot of our clients are all Hispanic. So we do try to serve that Hispanic community, whether it's the home buyers and sellers, we have programs that are in Spanish. Um, And then for our agents, we offer the training in Spanish as well, which is something that is is not easily found. Um, And I know that they're working on it to make that more prevalent, especially as we're opening up in a lot of Latin countries. You just did Puerto Rico, didn't you kind of expand in the yes we are yeah yay thank you yeah Mm. we were so excited and proud for that now Puerto Rico uh, just announced a new broker that they've added to their to their um uh to the island there and so they keep growing they're getting stronger I'm very excited for for that and I'm just proud to have been part of that that uh opening and to be able to help the agents that are there as well so well and you just got back from Dallas at a Brent Grove event. And we had seen him over at one of our Sprint events. And what touched me, what he said, well, I think it was him, but he he was talking about how in this industry and being a real estate agent, how we can give back and truly change people's lives. And kind of like you, I thought, yes, yeah, yeah, that it really does come. And you really do have the means to help financially support, to give of your time, to um, follow really your heart and those things that are true to you and your community and be able to invest in it, which is amazing. Like, I really didn't expect that. And Mm -hmm. you can in real Mm -hmm. estate. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a it's a really beautiful thing. And, and when you are doing the same amount of work that you would do anywhere else, but with the opportunities of the passive income that we have available, um, it helps you to grow exponentially. And so they are able to do more of the things that you love. Right. And yeah. so for me, even though I was never a teacher, I wanted to be a teacher. I remember as a kid, I wanted to be a teacher. Um, when I got older, I was like, you know what, maybe not a school teacher, but where would I, where would I do? Because I did have that instinct. Where to I teach. Use those skills. So, yeah. Yeah. I just felt like this was the, this was it, you know, of course in my personal company, I was always doing it there too, but now I could do it even at a greater scale. So I'm I'm very proud to be able to just give more time to that. That's the thing in this industry. I think people get into it because they want to sell homes. 
They, Mm -hmm. you know, they have that drive. They want to be an entrepreneur. And the more you dig in, it becomes so much more beyond you Mm -hmm. and quickly. Mm -hmm. And I think also like in the traditional um, models, you're just a realtor at best. And to move up, you're going to what become a broker, right? And we all know that the broker is focused person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's not fun, liability. <laughs> not fun to be the broker. Exactly. But uh, in the model, the way that we have it now, there's so many other things that you can expand into. And so it's really up to you where you want to plug yourself in. Where's your heart? What is, what is calling out to you? It might be to be that full-time investor. Um, I have some young agents that are not only investors and killing it with the Airbnb market, but they're also coaching and teaching about that and renewable energy. And I thought, oh my gosh, like my brain wasn't even there at their yeah, age. Yeah, so many different know? avenues you don't even think about, you know, to yeah, get Exactly. You guys have had like a busy year. So tell us about your book. You guys have a new book that you guys just launched like in December, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. So we launched our book. We wrote it during the during the start of the pandemic. Did you always <laughs> want to write a book or was that just something that fell into place? It fell into place. It kind of fell in my lap a little bit. So we met someone that is um, that was working with us um, through content cards. And um, we invited him to be a speaker um, just to talk to us about content creation and um, and converting, you know, client leads into clients. Right. And um, once we met, he had so many other things that he was also working on, but he got to know us a little bit better. And he's like, you guys really should consider writing a book. And uh, as I thought about that, you know, Josh and I were coming up on our 20th wedding anniversary. And, um, and this is before the pandemic, right? So I was like, you know what, I think this would be a good way to kind of commemorate that share our story. Yeah. Um, it really just is, a, it's a book about our journey. And what we hope that people would come away with is, is uh, learning the values that helped us to stay connected, to continue working together in harmony. <laughs> you know, yeah, we made it 20 about. years. We were saying that we we're like, I don't care if they're in a picture, you see yeah. them in person in a video, they're so like endearing towards each other. Uh, <laughs> and that's, I mean, to work together and live I together, know, that is, that's, that's a lot. A lot. To, you know, <laughs> it takes a lot of work, I'm sure, or those it values, helps. like you said, to stay true to. Yeah. And, you know, like like anything else, we have our moments and we, we disagree. We're two completely different people, right? <laughs> But I think the one thing that is true for both of us is that we both really love real estate. We both really love each other. <laughs> we we enjoy being together. Um, in I don't know if you guys have done the um, the test for the five love languages, but yeah. it's kind of like the disc test. Anyways, it's um, for for both of us. Our our strongest quality was quality time. So we love being together. Oh, we're <laughs> oh, good. Wow. We love being together. <laughs> yeah. so Lori and I have said that a couple times. We should, you know, have our husbands and we're like, no, that's a lot every day. So we give you a lot of kudos. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, so anyway, so yeah, so I just think that um, we enjoyed having you on here today. What would you give like as a last piece of advice for someone who is thinking of coming over just maybe in a career and thinking of real estate? What is some, a piece of advice you have, or maybe some a tidbit of, um, your success that might help them make that move or make them feel more comfortable making that move or. Sure. 
Um, well, I think that like anything else, if this is something that's on your heart that you keep coming back to saying, I think I should do this. Chances are you should. Right. You only live <laughs> once, right? Here's your sign now. <laughs> yeah. And, and if you're going to do it, go all in. Don't, I mean, like, don't go in and just dip your toes in the water. Nothing good comes out of that. Right. right. What happens is you waste a lot of time. So you really have to go all in, immerse yourself. And in the beginning, if all of us kind of struggle to create a database to start marketing and, and getting those first clients and depending how, how um, uh, driven you are, right. And how outgoing you are, it can be slow or fast for you. Right. Some people, right. it'll take them about three months to finally get lock in that first deal. And others may take, six to even nine months. And so, um, and, and for those who take six to nine months, I honestly think it's because they're a little scared. Yes. <laughs> so, so, um, you know, I do talk about that as well in my book. I used to be painfully shy. I could not network. I, I just was afraid to come up to approach people. It was the most awkwardest thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I learned how to get past that as well. And, and you have to, you have to, and yeah. I did it for myself. I did it because I didn't want to be seen that way. I didn't want to be that person anymore. There's a lot of people who feel like they're shy, but deep down inside, they don't want to be shy. Yeah. And you know, the only way to get past that is to just do it. Yeah. Just see your shit <laughs> together. Right. That's what we say. What we say to people who are, you know, the agents that we mentor come over and join us. Like that's the biggest thing about being a second career agent is you have a severe of influence and you already have like a CRM already built in, you know, from whatever you used to do, whatever your old clients were, your past coworkers, like it's a really good network to have, you know, as the second career, that first career to kind of use as that sphere, I would mm-hmm. say, um, to have as we as have clients. a listing so, appointment this Saturday from a teacher we used to work with. I didn't with really even then. talk with her that much, yeah. to be honest, but she's like, what do I need to do to get you guys as our real estate agents? And we're like, Oh, we're we'll here. Come over and see you. So, so what's the best way people should contact you or get in contact with your book or how can they, what's the best way to do that? Sure. Well, if, if right now we're giving the book away for free, married in real estate.com, just pay shipping and handling and the book is yours for free. Uh, there's also a course there. If you're interested in taking the course, um, you can check it out and to get in touch with me. The best way is on Instagram and I am at Rebecca Soto underscore legacy. Perfect. Well, thank you for joining us today. It was so good yeah, seeing you again and hearing from you. you. You guys have been, gosh, just since October, all of the accomplishments that you have had since October, every time I look, I'm like, geez, what are they doing now? So <laughs> no, it's, it's like you're a take, case car, <laughs> take a step and then just be really uh, improving that. And then take the next step, you right. know, you got to so start somewhere. So, mm-hmm. so <laughs> congratulations. And we'll, we'll talk yeah. soon. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Rebecca. Rebecca. Bye.